So this is a movie that you guys will like. I thought it was okay. Oh, baby, that was good. I am stupid. <laughs> I like to cook slop. Do you want to top that slop? Thought we were going to have fun here. Yes, queen. Down with guilty pleasures, up with pleasure pleasures. Did we talk you into... Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This month being Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My name is Jimmy, and I watched the Michael Bay TMNT movie more than once. This episode, it's the live-action oh, Ninja yeah. Turtles movies. It's fine. My name is Dan, and recently my guitar playing was described as crisp, and I like that. <laughs> My name is Jeff, and I don't like this trend of horror movie Betwinkles being named the same as the original. Oh, you want to watch Halloween? Which one? Halloween or the reboot Halloween or the sequel to the original Halloween Halloween or that Halloween sequel Halloween 2, which is not related to Halloween 2 because it's technically Halloween 3, but not the first Halloween 3. Or Scream. That's all. Scream. Scream. That's what I'm saying. It's a trend. Scream 5 is really Scream. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is actually Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which replaces Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. But there was also a Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2003. This has been a problem going back to the origins of horror. Evil Dead 2 retells the plot of Evil Dead. Yeah. (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Michael Bay. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. Originally. And they, it is a scary horror this, movie. It is. <laughs> this is my gripe. It was originally called Ninja Turtles before we knew anything else. And I was like, I F with that because, because they were Teenage aliens. Mutant Ninja Turtles and there was TMNT. This one's called Ninja Turtles. You can differentiate it. People on the internet are like, no, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And Michael Bay was like, okay, I'll do one I thing for up. you guys. This is the one wish I will grant. <laughs> He also made them not aliens, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. No, they said of an alien source. So it was probably the ooze ooze. they were talking about because it was made from the Mansion Max. Teenage Alien Ninja Turtles. I'm not defending those movies. They're very bad, and we will get to them very soon. But But Twinkles. I don't know if they've been called that, but I call them that. That's not a thing. I call them that because you wedge them between the first one and... They're like, nope, this is a, th- there was already a sequel, but this is going between them, and that's a new sequel. Well, I mean, in fairness, all the ones you mentioned are actually sequels. Yeah. Well, not, not all of them, quotes. because the Rob Zombie Halloween was not a Those sequel. Are it was a reboot. Yeah. So, whatever. They're not sequels, between quills, prequels. They're just different. Yeah. They hurt my brain. <laughs> so, you're Crisp? <laughs> I'm Crisp Daddy. Who called you Crisp? Uh, someone at the bar my band played at last night goes, your guitar playing is so crisp. Oh, I was like, thank you. That's Jimmy what I'm going for. Jimmy, can't wait. Ten <laughs> seconds to say, okay, we'll my be back. My guitar playing is crisp and Jimmy's eating is crinkly. No, it's gummy clusters. I'm hungry. I didn't eat anything today. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Jeff. For the nerds or for not being able to eat? <laughs> Both. For being a bad host. No. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for, this is talking ourselves into the segment of the episode where we talk about something little that we've been into lately. Something little. Yeah. Yeah. We the best podcast. Another one. DJ Khaled. I get that reference. Very recently, as in less than 12 hours Oh, wow. I discovered a band. No, I had to look up a date. No, I wanted to find out when they were founded. Uh, I played music with a band that was very good. Not just good for a band that you played with, but like good. (laughs) If I discovered them, I'd be like down to clown. Okay. American Thrills is a band founded in 2020. Wow. The year? Yep. Right here. Terrible year. Milford, Connecticut. You should have picked a different year to be founded in. They're from right here in Connecticut. They're like Heartland Punk Rock for fans of Gaslight Anthem, Hot Water Music, Lucero. They are 
very good. They were very fun live. They had a great sound, great energy. Is it Lucero or Lucero? Because I've been saying Lucero for a decade. I don't know, but you also mispronounced Touche Amore, so you say Touche Amore. It's not, according to the band members. I don't care about them. But I'm just saying, it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. Um, Yeah, they're like a hard rocking punk rock band. Here's another cool thing about them for guys like us who are big f***ing losers. Sorry, Jim. Uh the, for a band with a local following, they have an amazing collection of merch for vinyl nerds. Oh. Last night, I got a Flexi for $2. Nice. And I got a four-way split on a picture disc. Four bands, one song you're, each. You're the coolest each. guy I know. Dude, <laughs> I might be, honestly. Because I actually talk to the band members wow but i'm telling you no in all seriousness though if i was a bigger fan of them i might do a whole episode not because they're like they're world beaters like they're super famous or anything because specifically you guys will like them so why don't we i mean who cares because i've listened to about four of their songs (laughs) i'm talking myself into american thrills they've only been around they've been around for less than two years Yeah, and i just discovered them last night but i'm saying you guys got to give them a chance because you'll really enjoy Dude, them. that is very they invested a lot of money during the last two years when live music was not a thing to come out with merch. That's well, they're on a small label and they've mm-hmm. done a very modern release type, which is that they don't really have a full length. They have an EP and they've got a bunch of singles that they released in. Oh, like, yeah, there's releasing a lot of people like that do that. Now. Different versions and stuff. Yeah, I, I mess with that. That's fine. Yeah. So, um. For two years, they've got a bunch of cool collectible stuff. Um, check them out. American Thrills. They're on Spotify. They're everywhere. They're on a small label. Uh, really fun stuff. Jimmy, what are you talking yourself into? Silly one this week. I have been talking myself into stir fry, guys. Ooh, I making love a it? good stir fry. Yeah. Making your own? Uh, my partner's been making it. Oh. And um, I've been really enjoying it. I was never a stir fry guy before. Because <laughs> you don't guy. like vegetables. I'm not a big veggie guy, he but like I've been starting he to like doesn't. veggies a little bit more. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it's mostly just like peppers, onions, and. Uh, yep, that's a stir fry. Yep. And, uh, you know, like chicken noodles. Not chicken noodle soup, but uh, stir fry chicken noodle soup. So you've been heating chicken noodle Worst soup. stir fry ever. Jimmy heats up this wok until it's smoking hot, and then he goes and dumps Campbell's. a can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup in it. I like when it gets black. That sounds delicious. It is very hard to use a wok on a flat surface oven, yeah. which I don't do. If you've got electric stoves, you're never going really to. Oh, yeah. We don't use a, yeah, a wok. We just use a pan. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you no, got a gas been, stove, though, don't you? No, I have electric. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. It sucks. It's the worst. It is. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, very delicious. Uh, they make a, a peanut sauce one that's pretty good. Just a traditional sauce one. It's also do you make, very good. Do you make a penis sauce later on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, White sauce. Like, thanks for the peanut sauce. Here's my peanut Jimmy's sauce. Jimmy's not. I'm not going to say. Uh, He's cutting it all out. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I won't remember. But, uh, yeah, it's been very delicious. I've been liking it a lot. Um, I like the noodles. I Jim, like the peanut sauce. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. Foray into one new vegetable at a time. Okay. I don't want you to go crazy and blow your mind out okay. in a car because you didn't notice that the lights had changed. <laughs> the next vegetable you need to try in a stir fry because it's very good snow peas yeah oh okay you know what i'm talking very about the good. flat ones yeah yeah i could i could probably the ends that. get crisped up oh yeah nice, they get nice and sweet they give a good texture to i like it. that i will make a suggestion pairs really well with beef beef and snow peas is a mm. classic yeah we've only had chicken fry. we haven't had a beef one yet so don't Here, get don't get ground up. beef no that's no, shredded, no. shredded beef yeah don't even need to do that here's a really or good steak. tip Go to the meat section of your grocery store. Yes. Get the cheapest per pound beef that they have. Yes. Because what you're going to do is you're going to cut it into strips. Yep. You're going to beat the shit out of it with a mallet or a frying pan. Yes. And then you're going to marinate it in whatever sure. your partner likes to marinate. Soy sure. sauce. Yeah. Little mirin, white wine, whatever. And that beef, the shittiest, cheapest, toughest beef is going to be perfect. <laughs> it's yeah. going to tenderize. I like it do it okay sounds good they will listen to this episode jimmy talks about making food like once and me and jeff are like you just yeah. lit up our excited. life yeah very and he's not even making the food i'm not yeah. even making it yeah 
But You're yeah. eating food. Yeah, I like to do that too. It's been very, very, <laughs> very good. Cool. Jeff, what are you talking yourself into? We released an episode a month or two ago about Wordle. It was a Zeitgeist episode. Mm. Um, I've almost instantly after we recorded that, I talked myself into Wordle variants. Yes. Hard. I mentioned on the show that there was a Dordle, which is two words at the same time you guess at the same time. I posted the link to the episode. And uh, this guy, Charlie, who's on a podcast, We're All Yankovics, commented, and he's like, what about Quartle? And I was like, you're a goddamn genius. So I started playing Quartle, sent it to my Wordle group chat. Which one is Quartle? Four. Four. Yeah, I hate that. So then (laughs) we were all like, we need an Octortle now, now. And somebody, some goddamn genius was like, here it is, boys. Here's Octortle. And we play that hard every day still. And we were like, we need more. And some goddamn mad genius made Setic Ordle where you guess 16 letters (laughs) and you have 21 guesses. And it is amazing. I got it in 18 once. That's almost perfect. Cause like 16, you guess the, you guess the first word, right? And then you're just good. Right. 17, still really good. 18, pretty good. Pretty good at 18. And then there's other weird ones. There's a whole bunch out there. But the two that I, I like the most, I think, are Worldle, yeah. which they show you the shape that. of a country and you have five chances to guess it. And they give you a direction arrow and the mileage to the answer. And you have to figure it out. Uh-huh. A lot of it's bullshit. There's like little dots in their islands. That could be anything. There's some weird stuff. And then one called Global, which is a picture of a globe. And you type the country name and it gives you the country and it's color coded like warmer. You get there. Mm. And that one's real fun. I'm in a separate group chat for just those two games. Um, That's a bird. Oh, crazy. Friend of the pod, Donata, was talking to me last night about one um, that uses an a brief audio clip <gasps> from a song. Is it called Ordle? I can't remember, but it's a, it's a combination of Wordle and Name That Tune. Oh, boy. Which I'm going to text fun. her and find out because I would F with that. I had a, a post-it note at one point with all the lists. I don't get to them all every day. Like, it, hmm. I try, I always, I wake up, I play my Wordle. Wordle. Uh, oh, what are you playing? Wordle right now? Wordle. There's also Loodle, which they just increased to six letters. Uh-huh. Which you could only have so many bad words. So my first guess is always vagina. You get you get two vowels out of the way. It's a bad word for Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's funny bits. though. It's fun. Swerdle. Swerdle is Swerdle sucks because it was pissed <laughs> twice. <laughs> Within like three days, it was pissed because how many four letter words? It, right. It's not curated that well. Right. But even global, I could not find a country one time because it was Aruba and Barbados. I think it was. This is the official title of. So I emailed. That's awful. I emailed the programmer and I was like, "What the hell is the answer?" Okay, to that? Karen. <laughs> well, I yesterday I got it in three. It was Molly. I did real good. I started with Morocco, then I went to Germany, and I was like, okay, that's lighter. I'm going to guess Mali, because you're skipping a few countries this way. Dude. Didn't get it. Got it. No, I got it. I got it. Got it in three. I'm so tired (laughs) of this world. Sick and tired of all those word games. I stopped playing it shortly after our episode. I still play Wordle. It's fun with my wife, but she hasn't played it in a few days, and it's like... This is no fun anymore. Yeah. Because these are dumb. Like, I'll just get in like two or three and not even post it because everybody else will feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even hold it back. I'm all set. New York City. He's always. 1990. (laughs) The date in the. the The streets of New York City. That's right. That is when the establishing shot of that movie was. We're both doing secret news. I think it's the same. Uh oh, yeah, it's it's the same like incidental music. Secret of the use is when they're all eating pizza. They're like, oh, New York City pizza. We all love it. Let's yeah. all eat it together. I gotta say, I kind of like that it, that introduction better than the first movie. It's a good intro. Everyone. That's eating the pizza. only thing better in that movie than the first one. Correct. But I guess we'll get there. Yeah. If I could, I'd choose something a little leaner. <laughs>
By the way, guys, off pod, we decided we're going to quote the new the movies as much as possible. So yeah, if you're with us, you're with it. We're not going to explain everything. You and I watched the first one one time in front of like four other people. And I think they were watching us more than the movie and discussed <laughs> like the whole movie. With us. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about five movies. <laughs> Where do they come up with this stuff? <laughs> I haven't seen See? the last one. We'll, we'll get there. Um, uh, yeah, starting in 1990 with the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles titled movie. Yes. Um, and then uh, Turtles 2, Secret of the Use, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number three, which was just called number three. Didn't have a subtitle. It did not. And then later on, they came up with Turtles in Time. That's right, yeah. And then we're going to talk about, uh, like we mentioned, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> from the 2010s. What about coming out of their shells... The live action oh, you're film right. we of the musical. It. Oh no! And I'm fine to talk about it. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, we. Can. I'd love to hear that story. We can again. just do a whole episode on that. Do you want to do like a special? <laughs> sure, <thing>? don't. <laughs> uh, and then the last garbage movie, uh, Out of the Shadows. Uh, so the way I think we should run this episode, sure. we, have, we haven't planned this yet. Not at all. I think right now we should make this a short segment. Absolutely. You just intro. You just want to leave as well. No. I want to just sort of briefly go over like what our experiences are with the live yeah. action movies and then we'll break. And when we come back, we're going to spoil all those movies we mentioned. Yeah, we haven't watched them like we didn't prep for them. We've seen them. I watched the first one last night. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's so man. I can. I want to watch. I want to watch it, too. You going to LaGuardia? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even Raphael, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Looks like some sort of a turtle in a trench coat. LaGuardia, right? <laughs> Um, so we said in an earlier episode that my first introduction to all Ninja Turtles was the first Ninja Turtles movie. Mm -hmm. I believe me too. Um, we, I had that on VHS. Um, I've watched it so many times. Dan, can you sing the Pizza Hut song? That's where I was going. Oh, I know it too. I'm trying to think of what the first line is. Mm. I only know like the, after the big thing. Yeah. I play. Yeah. That's where it picks up. There's like a field. It's important, you know, you got to know how to catch. You got to know how to throw. That's why I play a right field way out where the dandelions grow. Pizza Hut proudly no, I supports. Don't, I don't know. Pizza Hut proudly supports all Little League baseball. <laughs> We're cool. There's a verse before that that I there can never is. remember. Shout yeah. out to our friend Dave McLean, DMC, who can do the entire thing. What we're referencing, if you're not a loser, <laughs> is back in the day, you had these cassettes called VHS. Yeah. That's Video how you watch movies. Home stuff. And they were printed on this like acetate film. And you could kind of fast forward or rewind, but not accurately. It's not like chapter skips. Right. Um, so usually if you're a child, you just pop it in and plus pet, press play. I hate play. that you're explaining this. And there are legitimate people yeah. that are watching this that don't know what this or is. Or like everyone younger oh, than you. Oh, man, that's weird. So, uh, yeah, before the Ninja Turtles movie started, there was a commercial, commercial for, for Pizza, Pizza Hut that had that song. In it, I always was, thought that was weird since Domino's is clearly a sponsor in this movie. Yeah, product placement all over the place. Um, we're going to get into the specifics of the movie later. But can I just say that it's kind of bonkers and badass that... Um, this weird comic book that became a kid's cartoon for toys. They made a full live action, yeah. pretty adult movie out of it. It's crazy. But it was still marketed towards kids. Adults weren't just going right. to see this. But it's kind of dark. It is. The first one. Yeah. Wouldn't your first inclination, if you worked at Mirage, be like, animated movie? We've got at this cartoon. Time, it's popular. Not. I don't know. It's just wacky. Animated movies. Would have been more expensive. Yeah, probably. Jeff, did you see this movie in the theaters? Yes, I did. No shit. I never saw any of them. My family... I was like five. Wasn't big into going to the movies. And we had This was the second movie I saw in theaters, maybe. I think uh, Big Top Pee Wee was the first. Mm. I never saw that one. Good collection. Not great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then Secret of the Ooze. I remember... No, that was number three. I'll tell that story afterwards. But Secret of the Ooze growing up was my favorite one. Yeah, it's the more kid centric one. Yeah, it it is. This is more like what I thought the first one would have been based on what you just said. Mm. Like, oh, we have this uh, cartoon and toys. This is sillier while it's still a little dark, I guess, with Super Shredder and some of the things like at the end. Also Um, weird. um, Like, why is Kino in this movie? 
to be an audience surrogate. I don't know about that. Yeah, he's supposed to be like the kid that's going along with the turtles. I think so. But he's also like super powered because he has like the skills, the fighting skills. I think it's more of a plot device in the second act. Um, Regular or menthol? That's the first movie, Jeff. Come on, Let's Jeff. Keep them, I know, but I was keep just thinking the quotes Sam the Rockwell said discussing. that himself. He did say that. Let's keep it to the movies. Like, so if I'm going to do one, it's oh, going to okay. be Kung Fu Cold Cuts. <laughs> I don't know That's any lines good. for the second movie. And did a half gainer into the back of a dump truck. Okay. I think he's overdoing it, Jim. I remember so that. So what were you saying about uh, Turtles 3? Turtles 3, I actually remember buying. And it's very weird because it's just like I have a terrible memory. And kid memories are usually just like imagery or a split second sound. You know, I, usually when you're a kid, you don't get these full like luscious memories as an adult. Luscious is a strange word to use. I meant yeah. lush. Yeah, no, I, I got it. It was strange. So, That's why I snickered. So I have like a little fraction of a memory that is literally um, there used to be a Kmart in my hometown Mm-hmm. and where um in mount view plaza where ames was that was a kmart no it was next to that it was further down oh i didn't know that um and so weird thing is like when you're a fan of something as a kid before the internet and you couldn't like buy magazines or control what you listen to on the radio it's hard to stay on top of stuff even if you really like yeah. it so i remember being at kmart and my memory is a fraction of a second and it's just looking up and seeing the VHS box on the wall, it was a white background with the four Ninja Turtles in like a little a like circle. Circle, yeah. And like they're wearing their ancient ancient Japanese. Oh, they had garb. a white background. It's usually yellow. Yeah, the one that I had had a white background, and uh, I just remember like grabbing that off the shelf and like begging for it, and my parents buying it for me. And that was like when you didn't even know there was going to be another Ninja Turtles thing. It right. just appears It was day. just there. Yeah. I was old enough then where I was like, Mom, we need to go to the movies. To Jeff drove this. to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> Jim, you probably have all these sort of lumped together. Yeah. The first three are um, at the exact same time because you just gave me all three of your VHS tapes. Mm. And then I watched them all um, pretty soon thereafter. And, uh, I watched them so much. I remember when they came out on oh DVD, God, I too. was like, oh my God, I could I could watch these like easier. Than- I got a VHS player in my bedroom and I was like, yo, I'm watching these all the time now. So those were like foundational, like for kids. I think the next live action movie we were pretty much adults yeah, for, right? I was yeah. in college. Yeah. Um, when did the first one come out? 2013, almost 10 years ago. Oh, maybe I was in high school. Um, yeah, we're skipping over the 2007 movie. We're going to group that in with the animated yep. movies next week, even though it's kind of a spiritual sequel. Mm-hmm. We're skipping over it, as do most casual fans. Unfortunately. Like, yeah, uh, most casual. Jeff, yeah. you cannot relate to a casual fan. Casual fans <laughs> do not know this exists. Casual TMNT fans are just people that know Ninja Turtles exist. People who have seen, like, two of the first three movies or like, okay then yeah if you've only seen two of the first or three. like you've seen both the michael bay movies and you know that the first three exist you do not no, know then that. no you don't know this movie yeah 2007 that's true then we get to these messes that nobody asked for and <laughs> they're critically panned the first one did well enough in theaters to warrant a sequel we unfortunately supported that. We all saw it in theaters. Yes. So then I did I not. I did. Yeah. We all, all three together. of us saw it. Oh. No and then memory. I was like, I will not support this movie. And our friend Ian bought me the Blu-ray and was like, I am buying this for you because I want to see how long it can go without being opened. And it was years because I think my life watched it like a couple years ago. Um, and then the second one came out. I was like, no need to see that first Ninja Turtles movie I didn't see in theaters. Um, I did at, two years after it came out the blu-ray was like five bucks which is funny and I was like okay let's try it it took me three tries to get through it one time Ooh. and it, I've never seen that one and it was a financial disaster um, so they canceled the third one good um, and I it was it was a mess in production too and I recently like a couple weeks ago saw an interview with the guy who played who mo-capped Leonardo who also did the vocals or the, the voiceover and then they replaced him with Johnny Knoxville. Um, oh he God. was saying on set like how bad it was. They pretty much treated the 
for turtles as if they were like second class citizens. They were just like, after they filmed for an entire day, they were just like sitting on a curb waiting for like oh my gosh. a bus to come and bring them to their hotel for hours. <laughs> It, it was just such a I mess. I bet Tony Shalhoub didn't have that happening for him. He was Splinter, right? He was Splinter, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So Shout out to our marvelous Mrs. Maisel episode <laughs> for a way better Tony Shalhoub performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk a little bit about these movies in a little bit, but that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So if you're, like, holding out to watch the Ninja Turtles movies and you don't want to be spoiled, <laughs> you better go watch them now because when we come back, we're spoiling all of those live-action Ninja Turtles movies. Sorry, Jim. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, how do you want to do this? Just talking about the movies? Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, the first Ninja Turtles movie comes out, and it's... I'm negative five. It's a banger. It's definitely tonally different than the cartoon show. I wonder how many families brought their kids and were like, what is this? Because it's not horrible. Like, it's not violent. It's not swearing. No. But it's just tonally darker, more serious, slower. They say crap. They say damn. Bitchin'. They got turtle boners for April. They did. Raphael says damn very early on. That was cool. Continue. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean. How many families brought their kids and were like, the kid just started crying and (laughs) just take them out of theater and leave. (laughs) Probably a lot. I, I mean, the like turtles costumes as you're a kid and you don't really see a lot of stuff like that. I'd be like, what is that? So they, they did keep the the personalities of the turtles from the cartoon show. For the know? most part. For the most part, yes. Donatello is but, basically Michelangelo again. Mm, kind of, I guess. He's In not this movie, as... he does no machines. <laughs> he doesn't do any <laughs> machines. But they... He has the Corey Feldman voice, though. The voices. Arguably, like, the most, uh, like, singular voice. Like, you can pull right. it out of the crowd. Right. The the voices and the the way that they act more like people than, like, just weird cartoon characters yep. are, to me, what define the characters always. I would say that although he doesn't do machines, he comes off as the most intelligent. Yeah. Um, there's two scenes I'd like to call out here. Okay. One of them is early on uh, when he's down in the sewer with Michelangelo and he's mm-hmm. like, you ever think of what Splinter is talking about? <laughs> if no, not having him at all. <laughs> and Mikey's like, pizza guy's got 30 minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> so Donatello's like having deep philosophical thoughts and Michelangelo's like, I'm hungry. That's true. And then also there's a brief throwaway <laughs> scene when they're like in the farmhouse and they're playing Trivial Pursuit and Donatello knows every answer. It's like, this Tolstoy novel is over 1,000 pages long. He's like, war and peace. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. I guess it's a little bit more subtle than I, I was expecting. Yeah. We do get a scene in the second movie, spoiler alert, where he does some great computer hacking. He does. <laughs> With that's tap, 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 Two yeah. huge fingers. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, oh, oh, drag, drag. Yeah. He also does help <laughs> Casey uh, fix the car, too. You're right. And they he have, does do machines, you dumb bastard. He does, he does do Even machines. though his part of that job <laughs> yeah. is sitting there and turning the key. That's right, yeah. yeah that's true. But but like I mentioned... Like, What's be- up, gack face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going through the, the alphabet. I was watching that last night with Kira, and they were like, what, is, what are they doing? Like, they're going through A, B, C, and D. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you good, Dan? I'm having problems with my mic stand. But we're working through it. Yeah, I mean, you can still hear it very prelevantly. Prelevantly. <laughs> if you're a Howard Stern fan, that's the only way you can pronounce that word. Oh, I assume this part's getting cut. That's why I'm not talking right now. Well, you could just talk. But if I'm talking and you just hear this for two minutes... I don't know why it stayed for like an hour and now it's just falling every time. <laughs> well, we're almost done. Well, yeah, before this, we have the cartoon series where... Raph is just a, a pun-making jokester, and he talks like this. Mm. But then you have Raph in here where he lost a sigh. And that really <laughs> set the tone for every other voice that Raphael yep. has had in any animation moving forward. Whereas some of the turtles, like you have Mikey, he's goofy. It kind of changes a little bit to 
increasing uh, gradients of Zany. very annoying. Yeah. Um, but Raph is just like, he's the badass. But also this film goes <clears throat> so far as to like pretty much insinuate that he has like an anger management issue. Oh yeah. Like the conversation yeah. he has with splinter and the candlelight is like, that starts off that whole entire personality thing that you see very prevalent, <laughs> uh, and other Ninja turtle shows and movies. Yeah. I mean, this is one of my favorites. Um, it's an oddly paced movie. Yeah. Pacing's a little weird. Got a very slow rollout. Yeah. Where you're like, Oh, what's the foot clan? <laughs> and <laughs> There's just a lot of like build up to that. And and it's somehow like relatable, even as like these people and puppets that look like giant turtles or rats, um, you can relate to the family aspect of it. And like you do feel emotion. And the best part about this entire movie, as far as a movie goes, is the score. Yeah, it's really good. It it, it does set it. Just hold the fucking microphone. <laughs> just hold it. Or figure out how to do it. Ours haven't followed this whole time. You're mad at me because your piece of shit table. <laughs> well, this piece of shit table is holding all the other microphones. <laughs> as your stand falls apart. Play remote. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. yeah, Jeff, to speak to your point, when I was a little kid, I would get choked up every time the turtles went back to April O'Neil's house. She opened the door and they went, Splinters. <laughs> And, and dude, I mean, well, even, even the part where they find them, Raphael and like, does that, and they clearly, <laughs> they clearly filmed it in slow motion and sped it up, mm. like in the circle, and he's like, yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, the score, yeah, it's set, it is like of its time, and is it the most like I don't know, musically deep or like music theory guy? soundtrack not really but like the incidental music and all of like the themes they're really good like, i like that they didn't re rely upon music from the cartoon yeah it's a completely original score hot take the score is only fine you guys have it built up in your heads just from nostalgia yeah <laughs> no that's what i'm, that's what I'm saying i think it's a banger though I oh don't. my god I'm Dan is having a real big <laughs> problem. We record at his house and it's fine. He has a good setup. The seats are fine. Everything's fine. Talk me into studios. We come to my place and it's a couch. Like you've sat on couches. Well, I before. didn't know he didn't have the couch against the wall. He's, That's I, a thing that I tried to do. stretch my leg three episodes ago, and he's like, "Look at Jeff stretching his leg." And that he's was, laying down. You weren't stretching your leg. He's pushing the couch. You were laying down to avoid pooping. You were sick. <laughs> I I pooped six times in three hours. You I were like four thirty this morning. You were like because I had a hot honey chicken sandwich that did not agree with me last night. You were like an old infirmed man who needed a hospital bed. You were like, <laughs> yes. And now I'm. I'm fine. We're fine. What are we talking about here? So, guys, uh, what I think this mo movie accomplishes is, although you can complain about the first act that it's a little bit of a slow rollout. Giving us the hottest April. The second act is oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. The second act is cool, but it's a little all over the place. But the third act, straight fire. Oh, that man. rooftop sequence is iconic. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. Although I continually question, why did they all take turns running at the shredder? Yeah. Why didn't they all run at so him at funny. once? Because it's D&D. &D. You need to stay focused. Also, it becomes um, very... This has always been a problem with all aspects of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But it's when you see it in visual format, it's even more clear, which is... These are not ninjas. They don't do anything. No, there's nothing. They <laughs> don't hide. They try to say <laughs> no. aren't quiet. Well, they do. They kind of do it in the 2K3 series and in 2012. They're lurking in the shadows a lot. Right. Yeah. But in this film, they're just big, soft, mushy monster people. Yeah, correct. You're there's correct. a couple of scenes where they're in, in the shadows. Well, Raph do does fighting. when he's saving April from the foot. Yeah. But they then don't see, you don't see him at all. He's on a rooftop in Manhattan in broad daylight. Just punch dancing in the air. Yeah. Dance fighting. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Casey Jones. To the point where him. Casey Jones just <laughs> sees him and he's like, hmm, there's that big green reptile I beat up in a park. <laughs> Wonder if he's in danger. Uh, Jose Canseco bat. Tell, Tell me, me you didn't pay, pay money, money for this. this. It's a two-for-one deal. Cricket. You got to know what a crumpet, crumpet is to understand, understand cricket. Raphael wins one nothing. nothing. <laughs> I hate okay. punkers. 
<laughs> Especially <laughs> ones with green makeup, bald Ug- heads. Red bandanas to cover their ugly bald heads. Uh, now we're on to Secret of the Ooze. Yes. Oh, I, I like oh, where... It's fine. Well, oh, I was just going to say that I think... In my opinion, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is a great movie. Just as a movie itself, I think it's great. I think it's a very good movie. I'm mm. going to put it one step below okay. great. I think it's okay. <laughs> no, I love it. I, I could watch it a million times and not get is bored Is it, it the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Although the animated one is a very Very close second, second close. Very close second. Very mm-hmm. second close. Very second close. Six episodes today. My brain in the work. I eat Skittles and nerds. Um, number two, Secret of the Ooze. This was my favorite as a kid. Not mm-hmm. great. Doesn't hold up. People no. say it's good. It's not. It's not. It's really not. The vanilla icing is very stupid. Yep. The song sucks. Yeah, I'm going to rap to it. I'm going to say Ninja, Ninja, rap. Go, 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 Ninja. Here's go, another ninja, hot take. Go. Don't vote for Trump even though you're Here's- vanilla ice. Yo. Okay. Okay. Here's another hot take. This movie would be so much better if Toka and Razar weren't in it. Correct. If the plot was just about... Well, it was going to be Bebop and Rocksteady, but it, they probably just couldn't do... But I'm saying if they costumes. didn't have those characters and the plot was just about the Shredder rebuilding the Foot Clan in the dumpster and taking the Super Soldier Serum, this would be a great movie. Super Soldier yeah. Serum. Well, I mean, I it's mean, not wrong. Yeah, that would be good. There's also, there were things that were cut from the movie, like they hinted at that scientist dandelions yeah. um, being an Utrom. So that would have been cool. Was that in there? Or was no, that no, it was for you. No, it was cut before <laughs> they put it in the movie. Oh, it was in discussions or removed from the script or thrown out. I don't know what it was. Um, but they the ritual of the pre. I think it was. Donut. I think it was smart to not go to space yet. Um, I wish that. <laughs> I wish that maybe if there was a fourth movie, like I am dying to see Triceratons in live action. Oh God, I know. Um, I've just always wanted to. You see know that. that all it's going to be is another rehash of the same stuff because they have to expose it to a new generation of kids who didn't watch all that shit. I know that's why it sucks. Um, <laughs> but. I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's not great. I, I want to recant something I it's said fun earlier. And dumb, but it's not like it's good. The costumes get worse. They don't use yeah. their weapons because parents are like, Meh, violence causes." Even though there's nothing greater than in the first one, seeing Raphael run towards members of the Foot Clan with exposed size, <laughs> and then at the last second, spin them around to hit them with the handle. <laughs> yeah. Um, they do that in the 2K3 series, too. I want to sort of recant an earlier statement I made about this movie, which well, is that there's no reason for Kino to be in it, because I just realized, like, I still stand by in this version of the movie, there's not a lot of a reason for Kino, but there could have been a really cool movie in there about how the foot clan preys on youth and like mm. you know takes in basically like troubled teenagers we saw that a lot in the first one too like you want regular menthol yeah, yeah. shout out to sam rockwell's greatest role <laughs> we're family yeah you call this That's and that family that's not family. Jimmy, you did mention that they do it in the 2K3 series, but also Leonardo cuts off Shredder's head, not knowing he's an Utram. So, <laughs> I mean, they it was in silhouette. Right. Like, they don't show blood coming out of the neck. And Shredder also dies in 2012 when he becomes a zombie later on, which is very cool. stupid. Um, but, yeah. Thanks. Jeff, what's the best part of Secret of the Ooze, and what's the worst part? Oh. <sighs> Jimmy, what's the best part of Secret of the Ooze? I, I don't even have an answer. The worst part is the vanilla ice shit. Yeah. Like, it's just oh, so I bad. like that for nostalgia purposes. But it's not good. I like When um, I was a kid, I thought it was funny. I like the TTRI stuff in the beginning of the movie. I think that's kind of cool. Where they go get the ooze? Yeah, they go get the ooze. I, I do like the beginning of the movie more than Me too. the end of the movie. I, I, think I the like when they're living about... with April and yep. like yeah. splinters on the roof. That first act is actually really strong as far it as is, like yeah. their origin, but also like creepy as hell when uh, Shredder's hand comes out of the garbage. Yep. And yeah, and like the... Super Shredder's dumb because it lasts like two minutes. Kevin Shout Nash, out to Kevin Nash. Nash. Kevin Nash. Rest in peace, Razor Ramon. Scott Hall, dude. New World Order. He died. I know. Sad. Jim, so that's your best yeah. part. I agree with that. Worst part? Super Shredder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeff, do you have an answer yet? I just said the best part. 
like the beginning when well that's not well, very specific well, no, I, mean, I thought I you were gonna like i don't know there's not really many good parts in this there's little things here and there like overall it's fine but there's nothing that stands out to me best part i hear the sewers in connecticut are nice no but i actually do love that sequence where they're looking for the house the new, and yeah. like the awe of finding the abandoned train station is yeah. so cool they're like look at this like the music that plays underneath right. that as a kid that was like my favorite part um worst part is a very like I, i'm gonna get super granular and specific there's an individual moment in that first fight scene in like the mall thing like the pizza mall thing where kino delivers right um when donatello pretends to be an inflatable bouncy doll <laughs> yeah and he, yeah that's not the worst part the worst part is that he takes a nerf bat which is foam it's a nerf <laughs> bat and it's wiggly and he goes in the guy's face and the guy grabs his face and falls down we talked about <laughs> fights in these movies that end for no reason in teenage yeah. ninja turtles part one also donatello gets his head stuffed in a fish tank comes yeah. up with a mouthful of water spits really? it in the face of a foot soldier yeah. and the foot soldier falls oh. down <laughs> <laughs> yeah so good but yeah um any other thoughts on secret of the use no not, not really. really not really we just keep getting worse uh ninja turtles three so i don't remember a lot of it my i this ebbs and flows for me as a kid i was like yeah i love this and then when i was like a really? teenager i was you're like, a kid when you're eight years old and the turtles are riding horses and shit and it's like different i didn't like, like cool. it from the beginning i don't think i did either. And then when i was a teenager i was like no nah, this is dumb and then when I got a little bit older, I think when it was on Blu-ray, I watched it again and I'm like, this is a really good scene when they're like riding the horses and like the red ri rising sun. And I'm like, it's not bad. I think I was just being an apologetic about it, but like, it's not great. I mean, here's a hot take. I like the suits, the turtle suits better in this one than the no, other. No, they're way worse. They're, I don't think so. They're visibly worse. I don't think so. The eye holes are way more visible. They're I think like the animatronics color. are better. I like the coloring of the suits. I like that they're a little bit brighter. You're the only one. Sorry, yeah, I'm not remember. cruising the Technodrome forums. You're not. I don't know the consensus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I do like it. I like that they did more than just shredder stuff. Even though her role was hugely diminished and the acting's not as good, this is the hottest April. You think she's one? yeah? You think uh, she's not? I as mean, as no. Person? I mean, she definitely is. But when I was a little boy in my formative years, <laughs> it was the first April. You're like, she's not wearing the yellow jacket. I don't like her. <laughs> no, nah, she actually does look good in this one, though. She's in two and three, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I like the first one better. When she but. shows up in the priest robes and she rips the bottom of it off to have a short skirt. I was like, I like this movie now. <laughs> but I, I like that. I mean, even at the time, I didn't know that, like, what the comics were. But, like, it would have been cool if it was, like, Renette and Savanti Romero and Lord Simultaneous. But I'll I'll take just this weird Daimyo. thing. Yeah, the scepter showing up. Um, and I always thought it was cool, like, when they went back and they had the little Walkman and they thought there were demons in there. I was like, mm. yeah, that's pretty cool. Because I'm a kid. And that's a cool idea I never thought about before. The splinter suit is way worse. Oh, absolutely. It's garbage. It's yeah. Really bad. Well, it's not even really a suit. Bad. It's a puppet. But yeah. it's... And the guy that played Casey playing other white people in feudal Japan. Yeah. Also, like, um, Casey Jones is like, Kappa. gets progressively cleaner. Um, he's not even in the second one, right? No, he's not yeah. in the second movie. His hair is, like, way too... I don't know if it's a wig or what, but he's got like perfect hair in this movie. It's scary. It's like the Jennifer Aniston haircut. And it's like one year later, he was completely bald. Yeah. <laughs> Elias Codier. Shout out to um, the Dollar Store Casey Robert Jones? De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Cronenberg's Crash. My favorite performance from him. Um, I liked it. It was not David Cronenberg. David Lynch. What am I doing? It was uh, with my brain. It was different enough. And it wasn't. There weren't any parts in there that were like as cringy as Vanilla Ice or, you know, Toka and Razor. Not as cringy, but there's some like really schlocky stuff. Yeah. Um, I hate the relationship between Raphael and random kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's dude, it's it's Lone Raph and Cub. Except it's not. It's in like two scenes. Yeah. He's but... like, I love you, Raphael. Son. <laughs> Yoshi. Is that a boy or a Yoshi. girl? That's right. I don't see gender. <laughs> i don't in that either that's why i asked no i mean i, I don't see it um i can't tell so yeah 
very weird film. I still think the pacing is very bad in this movie. Um, the villains are like very forgettable and non-threatening. Um, the white guy with the roughly sleeves, who's kind of a pirate, but not. And then he falls in like some of the worst CGI falling ever. Um, that is true. <laughs> then what's the next one you want to talk about? Right, we got to go to Michael Bay. So we're skipping 20 years. There's no live action Ninja Turtles other than Next Mutation. Um, so I was excited to see it back on the screen. You know, I would have loved to see a sequel to the 2017 MT movie. That didn't happen. The oh. animation studio went bust. Um, and then they're like, Nickelodeon owns us now. We're going to make a movie. Because like when you spend $60 million on a property, you, you got to make some money back. So they hired a guy who a few years before uh, created a multi-billion dollar franchise, uh, Michael Bay, to produce these movies. And they're really bad. I don't know where to begin. I think we could do entire episodes on just one of these epi- movies. and But I don't want to. Neither do I. Um, I've seen the first one twice, which is two more times and you should see it. And it took me three times to watch the second one, which was even absolutely worse. Sorry, Jim. But there's like something must've went on in production. Cause there's like shredder, but it's like a white guy named Eric Sachs. Who's pretending to be shredder, but there actually is a shredder. Who's just like yeah, a guy that was really convoluted. And then there's like all the, the character designs are terrible. I don't know. How, I don't know how so many people who are have to approve something were just like, yes, this is the design to settle on. Remember when the first production photos leaked of the guys in the costumes? Yeah. And the shells were so big. They were Huge, like yeah. five feet long and went from like their head to their knees. Yeah. Because it is mocap. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just bad. I think so big. Was in it. I don't know like why they're wasn't? so big. Yeah. They're, they're like eight foot tall. Yeah. They're like monsters. Yeah. And, Megan Fox's April O'Neil is just awful. Yeah, really bad. And they casting. were like the turtles that she had when she was a kid. It's just everything about it is bad. Everything that makes the turtles likable and all of the charm ripped from it. Just generic schlock garbage. Mm. Yeah, I don't even really remember this movie a lot. I've only seen it once, I think. Um, never owned it. And I've never seen the second one. Um, I remember hating Tony Shalhoub Splinter. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was going to be the worst splinter we got until Rise came along. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, Stimpy shit out this little furball. It's Splinter. That's true. I also remember like very shiny chrome shredder suit. Yep, I remember that too at the end. I'm not even totally opposed to something like that, but it was still done very poorly. Yeah. Because like if it was an Utrom shredder, yeah. But then like Krang is in the second one and I don't even remember why. I don't remember what even happened. I don't even remember the plot to the first one. I don't remember what Shredder was trying to even do. But it was just dumb. It was they tried to put comedy in there, but it was like bro humor, and it's just right. not good. It, it appealed to no one. I think the personalities of the turtles were pretty good, if I remember correctly. They were no, they were more all just douchebags. They weren't no, <laughs> nobody fair. was likable. Even. <laughs> yeah. Even when Raph is being like a jerk in the other movies, you right. understand why. Or if Mikey's being like a stupid dum dum, you're like, ha, that's silly. But here they're all just like, oh, April's hot. Let's go touch. <laughs> I mean, the first movie, they were doing the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, this was so worse. Yeah. Just, everything about it was bad. And like Will Arnett was in it and he was yeah. just played Vern. It was just dumb because they're just trying to make a live action version of the 80s cartoon. But mm-hmm. for like this generation, yeah, but those they turtles were like over. four feet tall. <laughs> but they skipped. I I meant with the corniness and the jokes and stuff. I don't know. It was really bad. Trying to be edgy when you don't have to be. Yeah, like you just you need charm and cool stuff. If you guys are listening right see, now and I, you love these movies, please, please write us an email. There are people Talk that like it. Gmail.com. I don't think I've ever heard one person say I love this movie. There are definitely people that like it and say, well, there's some good stuff in here. Which I get, kind of. Like, Bebop and Rocksteady didn't look terrible. They were terrible. It was done really poorly. Yeah, I can imagine. But, yeah. I really wish I didn't watch that movie. (laughs) We supported that movie. We were the reason why it got a sequel made. Well, I meant the second one. Oh, god. Well, the first one, like, what are you going to do? Not watch it and, like, not be curious about it? Right. And, like, you know it's going to be bad. It was bad. Yeah, it's depressing. And it's a shame because now it's going to skew us. Like, two of the five movies are definitely bad. (laughs) Yeah. 
but I don't know. I, I just love the franchise and love certain parts about it. And the reason why we hate certain parts about it is because we love the source material so much. Right. So guys, what do we think of the future of a TMNT movie live action series or live action movie? So recently at the time of recording this, which is the middle of March, 2022, we know a little bit about the future. Supposedly. I don't know if I'm as locked in as Jeff is. There's been a lot of purported possible Ninja Turtles movies or shows that, Oh God, the Michael Bay one was in production for like five years or something. Yeah. Or like in talks. But Jeff, you want to speak to a little bit about what those supposed projects are? I mean, there's an animated one coming from Seth Rogen and his crew. There's also a live action one coming written by Colin Jost and like his brother or something. I don't know. Um, that's all I know about live action. Uh, just another quick anecdote. I think I've said it. I've said it somewhere before on Talk Me Into Stuff that after the 2007 movie came out and they weren't making a sequel, I was at New York Comic Con getting stuff signed by Peter Laird, and he was telling me that they were working on a live action movie with CG Turtles, mm-hmm. which didn't happen because they sold it to Nickelodeon. But had it happened, it would have been instead of the Michael Bay movie. Right. So, yeah, it's like, what could have been? Mm. Would it have even been good? Did Peter Laird run out of ideas? I don't, I don't know. know that I have a lot of confidence in Peter Laird. I, I love the 2007 movie, and that was him, so... I don't know. I mean, he was, he oversaw. I feel like whether these two happen or if they transform into something else, they're or, definitely or happen. one happens. You can't say definitely until it's here. Okay. Well, one of them, there's actual art and logos and stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell Seth you Rogen about what's going to happen. Let me yeah. tell you about George Miller's Justice League that was fully cast. Had You're also talking of, about DC. It's totally. DC that's the movie. first thing I pulled off my mo- top of my head. I could tell you. Okay. About you're right. We're just arguing about semantics. <laughs> But I'm what? just saying, like, whether or not these happen or not, I think the property is too valuable for us yeah. not to get something in the near future, especially the way that the film industry has gone, where there's an emphasis on existing IP rather than, like, really new ideas. Right. Well, I'm also, I have faith because I've seen what Paramount Plus is doing with Star Trek. Now, it was a, Star Trek was a franchise they already owned, right. but they sat on it for a long time. And then they're like, you know what? We're just investing in it. And now there's like six shows coming out. So I have faith for what they're going to do. I mean, even like the reality show, The Challenge, they just announced five new seasons that are coming out in a year. Like Paramount Plus is investing in shit. We've seen it before. They're bringing back Beavis and Butthead. They've done SpongeBob movies, South Park movies. Well, they've had the streaming service for like... It's like three or four years. Yeah, and they've had some successes with some of the Star Trek stuff, but I really don't think they've like planted a flag in the world of streaming services yet where people are like, I've got to get Paramount plus no, but there's so many good but options. doing the, this niche. If you want to say it stuff. Well, that's what I am agreeing with you. Yeah. I think all these mm-hmm. late, these recent announcements have been like, they're, they're committing now to yeah. like, not just being like, Oh, this is where you can watch some CBS shows. That's why I don't think that because these are announced and they have like dates and other plans. I don't think anything's, I don't think it's not going to come to fruition. I agree. I think they'll come to fruition as well. I just, I just think Ninja Turtles over the years has a track record of like shit coming out that uh, like information coming out for things right. that never end up happening. All right, boys. Well, we talked about five live action Ninja Turtles movies, of varying degrees of quality descending from the best to the worst. I'll just ask the question because that's our show. Do we like where we talked into live action Ninja Turtles movies? Yes, Jimmy. He's always on a different page. You are a piece of shit. I think he tried to go along with us because he said he liked the the movies. So even if if we're going by the TV shows, we're like, (laughs) we can't count the 80 series. Yeah. You didn't see the last movie. So you didn't like the first Michael Bay. You didn't like three. Yep. You didn't like two. So two probably would. Yeah. I would say. I don't love to, but I don't see live action TMNT movies going on an upward trend. That's why I'm. That wasn't the question is what we (laughs) saw. Well, what? Stop being talked into. I hate it. I hate his answer. (laughs) Jimmy, I support you for the answer. I I think there is a lot of bad in there. I also two out of three. You're no so far. I also tend to agree with you, Jim, that I don't have a lot of optimism for these next two projects. Animated, I think will be good. I hope it will be good. I mean, Colin Jost made 500 Days of Summer, 
No. no. Staten no. Island something. Oh, Staten Island. <laughs> Which is very different quality. <laughs> I like that too, though. It was fine. Um, there's a chance it could be good. Um, I, I think the first movie is so good. And the second one is yeah. so okay. The first one just, that sets the curve. That's the problem, yeah, is that you're you're comparing it a franchise to a, I wouldn't say a nearly perfect movie, but for Turtles fans, a nearly perfect movie. But I like the second and third enough to where I would give it a passing grade. It's like Jurassic Park. Like, you can't compare the rest of the movies after the first one. Yeah, but if you ask me, did I talk into Jurassic Park movies, I'm probably going to say yes, too. Me? Oh, you? Yeah. Because that know. first one is so good. Like, I come back to Ninja Turtles, like, once every couple of years. Yeah. There's not a lot of movies that I do that for, and that's right. so good that that pushes me over the edge. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Is, next week, if you're a no, I'm quitting the podcast. Because we're talking <laughs> about three really good movies. I'm already a yes. I'm, I'm already right a yes Spoiler alert. Too. Although I haven't, haven't seen Batman seen yet. yet. We're talking about animated TMNT movies. That's and right. Yeah. We're taking some liberties, because one of them is part of, like, a TV show, and one of them, whatever. We're talking about TMNT from 2007. Yes. Turtles Forever from 2009, which is the series finale, really, of the 2K3 series. Yep. And uh, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which came out a couple years ago, direct to video. It's one of like DC just pumps out these animated movies. Um, I don't know if people watch them. They must because mm-hmm. they make money. Um, but yeah, this was like a crossover one that is very good yeah i haven't like, seen that yet it, it has no right to be as good as it is and it's really good i've been dying to watch it yeah, i haven't seen it yet either i'm excited so that's gonna be fun 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 till the daddy <laughs> takes the t-bird away until then jeff <laughs> that's not the song yes if people want to drink a big glass of ooze and check out the podcast where they can find us wait where can they find us I don't, I don't know where they can find ooze but they can find talk me into on talkmeinto.com tri right tcri tcr or tgri or they can no just reason. find it in dandelions <laughs> <laughs> talkmeinto.com is where you can find our episodes in our spotify and xml feed or whatever you do if you have some kind of podcast aggregator you can find us on patreon.com slash talk me into we do monthly stuff that's fun for free not for free you pay for it we do <laughs> monthly episodes that are exclusive to patreon.com and you get first peeks at stuff you get to see so discussions early which is our youtube show where dan and i drink some sodies and talk about things because we don't drink alcohol well at least i don't dan probably does behind my back no i don't dad where can you be found drinking alcohol I mean, do you drink alcohol on Twitter? I don't think that's really a thing. You can. Um, You can find me uh, tweeting about RuPaul's Drag Race on Twitter under the name Danny underscore Breakdown. Is that what you've been tweeting about? I haven't been on Twitter. A lot. I hate that for you. (laughs) Why? Because I just so joyful. I'm like, what'd you guys think of Bosco's last look this week? Oh man, I'm glad I'm not on Twitter anymore. (laughs) You're missing out. Um, You can also check out my band Disqualifier wherever you hear music. Jimmy, how about you? You can find me youtube.com slash son of a fitch. Not really posting anything, but watch some of my old projects. It's cool. Hmm. Jeff, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at jeffff 27 5Fs and number 27, ignoring Dan's tweets about <laughs> things that I don't care about. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Why haven't we changed the way we end the show? Because we already know at this point. It's supposed to be a hypothetical yeah i get it because like they might not be talked into the next topic i understand i was just doing something different the end don't oh they as in us they huh got it the royal we i'm gonna it dices Dude, sometimes you gotta scratch the underbelly. Double hands. (laughs) When you rub the belt indentation on your belly, feels great. All right, Jimmy Dan Jeff, and I don't care. My name's Jeff, and I don't care. Mm. Oh yes. Okay, I do have a good fun fact. Oh yes. Oh my. Well, you want me to start it? Yeah. Okay. 
instantly stocked. Do you eat a chili cheese dog? It refills itself instantly. <laughs> Dude, I'm so crampy from last night. I had a f***ing Charlie horse and then I, my muscle just like popped. Okay, let's go. Who's bringing us in? Talk or something new? Not me. I introduced it. Dan, you? Sure. Um, One second. Just want to look up a date. I'm talking myself into calendars. You can look up a date. Calendars. <laughs> look up a date. Any date. Only Gregorian June dates. 12th, 1942. Hey! 